This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy, Wholesome Monk, here. And today, I'm joined by the lovely, the beautiful Momo Bunny Cosplay. How's it going, my friend? Hello. It is going. I'm excited to be here. Thank you again so much for joining us. Um, huge fan of your cosplays, and they're very, very wonderful. And you, I can tell how much you really enjoy the characters and how much uh, attention and detail you give to it. Even right now, Android 18 from DBZ, uh, a fan favorite, especially amongst my friends. They, they love Android 18. Uh, I, so I was super curious, because I've seen your work. You do a lot of cosplays. It's not just DBZ, and it's not just anime either. So I was very curious, like, when did your cosplay journey start? Yeah, so I actually started cosplaying in 2008, so I'm old. Okay. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I've taken some breaks like here and there, but I mean, once the kind of, I guess, social media boom came about in the cosplay community, um, I haven't stopped and I don't know how to stop. I don't know if I ever will. That would be very strange for me. So, um, yeah, so I just, I just keep doing it. And it's interesting because like I've seen how the community has changed over the years and evolved and, you know, things that weren't important in 2008 are important now Hmm. and, you know, stuff like that. So it's really interesting to have that kind of perspective. So so I really liked what you said in terms of the stuff that mattered in 2008 doesn't matter now and vice versa. So I was curious, what, what are some of the changes, if, if any, that you can think of, like that, that's, that was maybe mattered then, that doesn't matter now, or vice versa? Like, what are some things that you're seeing, what are some differences? Yeah, absolutely. So like, uh, like colored contacts is one thing. Mm. It's just like, you know, um, as someone who has like terrible eyesight, <laughs> I can't, that's not really an option for me. Um, <laughs> but Yeah, and it's not something that I felt was necessary because it's just like, okay, my my eyes are blue. They're never going to not be blue. (laughs) So it's like, okay, it doesn't mean I love the character any less if I don't have pink eyeballs. (laughs) Um, But for some reason, it's just just become, I don't know, more of a a necessity for a cosplay Mm. to be quote-unquote complete. Um, and it's just, it's interesting and, and, and it's not coming from a place of judgment or anything. It's just like, this is like something medical that suddenly, (laughs) suddenly people are just like, no, this have to have it, have to have this plastic in my eyeballs. So (laughs) it's like, it's just one of those things that's just fascinating to me where it's just like, where did that start? When did that suddenly become a requirement as far as what's a good cosplay and what's a bad cosplay? Because, mm-hmm. like, for me, I've, I've stuck and I've strayed here and there, you know, just because of social influence, but uh, just kind of what makes a good cosplay for me is just, like, I vibe with the character, you know, or the series, and I kind of hyper fixate on it. That's why I have, like, mm-hmm. 18 different Dragon Ball Z cosplays. <laughs> because I just love the series but um but yeah like it's just the love for that character or that series is what you know makes me in that creative mindset but I don't know it's just really fascinating to see how it's how it's changed as far as like the visual accuracy when it's it's 
in reality, it's never going to be accurate. These are drawings. Mm. So, That's true. so it's, it's just interesting how far some people will go to make it, um, I don't know, screen accurate. That's that's very I I, I like that because I cannot put I tried many times like trying to put like actual like prescribed uh plastic my eyeballs does not work out for me personally I was like I cannot put contacts it's just too much of a I was like hey fuck it uh Goku got whatever I whatever eye colors I got whatever cosplayer I'm uh, cosplay I'm doing they just have that eye color because and some people I give them credit because some people can really just pop it in and out like on some Naruto pop in the pop our <laughs> eyes type type stuff. I was like, that's crazy. Like it's it's like and some of them like you can't even like, see well from what I've been told, because again I can't do it. They better than me. And like I was like, dude, that's so like scary to me to see that. But is I mean for people who can do it and like fully do it and they that they get joy off it, I'm like, yo, do it on y'all because I gotta live through y'all because I just <laughs> I just can't do it. But I remember exactly. you say exactly Ever you say uh, you had uh, eighteen DBZ cosplays? So like, which which characters off the top do you do you have? Oh gosh, that's just a random number. I'm like, uh, okay, so I have uh, three different Bulma cosplays. So I don't know if that counts as three or as one. Uh, that's that's all good here. <laughs> but uh, I've got Piccolo. I have uh, two different versions of Trunks. I have his future version and then his, uh, his actual like Saiyan uniform. And then I've got Android 18, obviously. I've got Android 17. I've got uh, Lord Beerus, which is my boy. I love him. We want to talk about favorite cosplays. I love Lord Beerus <laughs> so much. Uh, it is hard to eat that much pizza in purple body paint, though. <laughs> so... I, I will say that. <laughs> um, oh, I feel like I'm missing some. But yeah, uh, Videl or Videl, however you want to pronounce their name. Uh, yeah, I just I got a lot. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and though. I plan on doing more. That's great. I honestly didn't know you were a Dragon Ball Z fan. I, I'd never, I don't, at least from what I, I never think I, I don't, I don't know if I saw a picture or not. I probably did. I, I'm sure you had an eight. A, uh, Android 18 cosplay picture at some point. Maybe I, I just maybe I just forgot or didn't know. But I was like, when I when you I remember when you messaged me like, oh yeah, I'm about to do Android 18. I was like, I didn't know you were trying what? To do that. what? <laughs> yeah, it- yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of like the problem with me is because I'm in so many fandoms and I'm so passionate about every single one of them where it's just like, oh, I'm just I do the most. <laughs> I'm not even trying. <laughs> it's just uh, too much. Yeah. No, because I'm so used to like uh, I'm used I'm, I'm so used to people disliking DBZ with like a passion, um, mm-hmm. like at least from the online community. Because before I really went online like that, like I was just really an offline fan, I guess. So like only time I meet other people, the fandom is like literally just person to person interaction. And so when I got online, people were just like hated. It. I was like, what? Like how? How is this possible? And then people who haven't even seen it hate it, and then didn't even watch Dragon Ball. So it's like. I'm like, yeah, I would, I would, I would probably hate it too if I just went in the complete middle of something and I didn't know what was going on in the prior, prior histories. But it's nice that you are a Dragon Ball Z fan. You're now top five of the universe on this podcast, so we appreciate my one out here. <laughs> uh, but I was also curious, um, what, what are all your cosplays? You have a lot. You, I know off the top of my head, I know you've done uh, Obi Wan. Believe you've done as well. Um, and then, of course, your DBZ cosplays, and you've done others that I didn't recognize the characters, but I know you you do uh, use body paint, as you mentioned before as well. Which, uh, as 
I have a lot of friends that do like anime inspired makeup and stuff and I've seen them do body paints. And I'm just like, that's very impressive that y'all can do that. And I know it's very time consuming. So definitely big ups on that. But like, what, what's, one, what's some of your like favorite cosplays that you've done so far? Yeah. So I think some of my favorite cosplays, like I said, Lord Beerus, I love that guy. Like, oh my gosh, he's like my spirit animal. <laughs> just like, I will destroy planets for pizza. That's, that's just it. That's the attitude I'm trying to have. <laughs> uh, I also really love uh, cosplaying different Sailor Moon characters as well. Mm, nice. um, that's a, like, I grew up with Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, you know, Pokemon, all that stuff, you know. I can, I can tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I might, I dabble yeah, yeah, <laughs> in the know, magical something, girl. Something slight, something slight. Yeah, we got you. Right. Um, so yeah, I think it's just, uh, I don't know, just characters that I really look up to, characters that, whether it has characteristics that I aspire to have, or uh, things that I recognize in that character that I already have within myself. Um, Laura Olympus, that's the, uh, probably the body paint uh, cosplays that you're talking about. Mm. Um, Persephone is uh, one of the main characters, the pink one. <laughs> and uh, I relate to her so much. Like she is like, if I could have my, if I could just be pink and be a beautiful spring goddess <laughs> slash, you know, uh, ruler of the underworld then i would just i'd do it <laughs> of course i think we all would yes yeah so those are i think those are my favorite ones to cosplay also i can't i i have to give a shout out to my og cosplay uh my very first cosplay was misa amane from death note and nice. i will still cosplay her to this day love her would die for her um would write names in my death note for her <laughs> I just I love, love her it. so much. Love it. Yes. No, that's, that's that's great. And I think what's really cool about your work is that again the diversity in which like even if it's like just let's just say that you only like three animes, it would be like all the characters, almost like all the characters that you like, you know, it's not just like one character. And I think that's really cool that that you're so passionate about every single character you cosplay, even if it's like ten in like one, you know, one anime. because I, I think a lot of people uh some people uh you know get kind of scared of cosplaying certain characters because of what other people may think about those characters or they you know or they just can't see themselves like cosplaying a certain character for various reasons and i think that especially with the online pressure now it's very different and something i've seen that's different you know i'm since you've cosplayed and you're more familiar with the uh, community maybe you can attest to this but at least when, it, I guess because I, at least I was in my online presence once it wasn't as big in terms of the anime community online. And back in those days, it wasn't until recently, like maybe like 2013 or so. Um, but a lot of models, like a lot of people who are like, you know, like bona fide models, I would say, also dabble into cosplay. Some of them enjoy it, some of them uh, not, but, you know, either way, like models are uh, are doing it. And so I see this, I'm starting to see this this shift in terms of like, the idea of cosplaying now is so like, oh, you have to look exactly like this character. Like I need to put whoever I need to use, whether it's prosthetics or makeup or different things to, or contacts mm-hmm. to like, look like a, like exactly like that character as much as possible in terms of just cosplaying it and, and enjoying it. Have you seen that kind of shift or has it always kind of been there? Whew, 
lordy, let me talk about this. Because <laughs> when you were saying, let's talk about uh, cosplay and confidence and everything, I'm like, oh, let's talk about it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so disclaimer, this has, this is no hate, no judgment on the women that do this. Exactly. It is not their fault that they have the atypical body features that are acceptable to society they can't help that just like I can't help that I don't have that <laughs> you know it's like and I say don't have that like yes I I have some features that are conventionally pretty but you know what I mean it's just like we're all hard on her ourselves yeah um so it's absolutely not their fault these women or you know female presenting people um, I think that because so many, and I noticed this shift happen around 2010, and I can get into my like personal experience with it. It's like 2010, 2011. Yeah. Um, but I definitely noticed a drastic shift in how the cosplay community treated each other. Um, as far as beauty standards and all of that goes, uh, because I was at uh, NDK, which is a Colorado convention, and I cosplayed as Nellyel from Bleach, and okay. I was yeah, I was so proud of that cosplay. You know, it was the first one, and I made like 100% from scratch. I like hand molded her little her little doodad, <laughs> you know, the little the skull thingy. The little doodad. That's the been little a while. doodad. It's been a while. But go ahead. Right, right. Oh my gosh, I'm in the process of rewatching it, so we're good. <laughs> but yeah, I was so proud of it, and you know, um, obviously at conventions we we have to wear shoes, so I wore like some flip flops, you know, because she's barefoot. Um, and you know, I was happy with it, and I went to a bleach meetup and. I just got completely attacked and derailed. It was like, oh, you don't like, you know, you're too fat to be this character, X, Y, Z. And, you know, I was younger at the time. I don't remember because time is like a man-made construct for me. But I was, I was still pretty much, I think I was, I don't know. I don't even know. It's going to bother me. <laughs> but I was younger at the time. And that really hits you, you know? I didn't have as thick of enough skin as I do now. Now I'm just like, call me whatever you want, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just like, it's fine. I'm, I'm comfortable with myself now enough yeah. to like, just not care. But at that time, it was crazy because I was so used to going to meetups at cons and just like vibing with people. And you know, it's like, cool, we both like the same anime. We're both dressed up as the same character. And then that's when it became so competitive. It's like, okay, this is the best Nell here. We're going to take pictures of them. And like all these mm. other like plebs get to go over to the side and y'all can take pictures of each other, whatever. And it's like, oh, you don't have our sword. You don't have this, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, wow, okay, this makes me uncomfy. So I went back onto the con floor and then my, uh, my mask ended up falling and shattering and I just ended up crying. <laughs> <laughs> just like going away and I'm just like, ah, this is sad. But um, that was the first 
break that I ever took from cosplay because I had to really evaluate like is this a community I still want to be a part of is this how it's going to be from now on and I say that because this was the same year and I did uh I actually did a paper on this in my sociology class in college um which of course I write about cosplay in college whatever <laughs> But uh, this was the same year that uh, models and different uh, people, I'm just like, I'm, it's public knowledge, so I'll name drop her, Jessica Negri, you know, all of these people coming into the cosplay community and starting to get into it as a hobby, and they just kind of blew up unexpectedly. And then because of that, Norm, can you hear me? Yeah, I can, I can hear you now. Sorry, I got no, a call come in. Um, because of that, normal beauty standards came into the cosplay community, a place that was once like a safe place for people of all body types and walks of life. Now, suddenly, it's just like, okay, well, if you're not a skinny blonde person, you're not you're not good enough to be cosplaying this character mm. and it's really weird it's really weird how that shift happened and i think we've come a long way in reclaiming reclaiming our community back from that like you know typical beauty um beauty demand but we still we definitely still have some work to do <laughs> So. No, yeah because I, I really liked everything you said because it it, it aligned with so many conversations I've had over the last two, three years about this, um, about other people's experiences um, who are plus size and have difficulties with fitting in with other people in a group. Because not everyone, you know, comes uh, comes with a group of friends or any. Some people go themselves, especially if it's, if it's if the convention is local for them. Others travel by themselves to go to some of these things and. Um, or have like, you know, online friends and communities they've built to kind of like, you know, go join a group. But even yeah. those, they still have situations in which they, uh, you know, like you said, get cast aside because they're plus size or because they're too skinny or because they're too this or because they lack some type of feature that the the uh, the, the character has that they, they don't have, whether it be a sword, mask, etc. So to see that and then it carry on to stuff like, you know, TikTok and stuff or Instagram or Twitter where people are like, you know, posting their content or like whether it be just still photos or some kind of skits or videos of some kind. It is it's very different. And then you have the addition of like um pay-per-view in a in a in an essence service like you know, OnlyFans or other things like that. It doesn't have to be like just uh sexual things. It could just be literally just like lewd photos or just photos in general, whatever kind of content you post it doesn't have to be like uh sexual things, but like in terms of just seeing there's so many different ways to, I guess, cash in on cosplaying and so many different ways to go yes. about creating content for yourself that the demand and pressure has been on. Like these photographers, I'm a, as someone who's a photographer, I've never cosplay, uh, did a photo shoot for cosplay before. I'm obviously going to change that now that I have so many friends that cosplay now, but um, to, to hear like how photographers treated um, so many people at so many different conventions is sick. I've never been to anime convention before. So to see that, uh was to or to hear that i should say was so so surreal it was like really weird for me 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, okay. So you triggered a couple things. So I'm going to go to, <laughs> I'm going to go to one thing and then go, go to ahead. the other. Go ahead. So um, when you were talking about, uh, oh gosh, I already forgot. <laughs> okay. So when you're talking about how people are monetizing off of cosplay now, yeah. so that is very much true. Like there are some people, like for me, I started my Patreon when I first like bought my house because I'm just like, I can't financially afford to continue this hobby without assistance. So it's like, can I make tutorials for you guys? Can I do something like, you know, whatever you guys want to see, like, what do you want? And then I can start like pricing it, you know, it's like, and that really helped for the first couple of years uh, with trying to get back on my feet and everything financially. Uh, Cause you know, one thing just popped after another of course. and I'm just like, this is the only joy that I have in this like capitalist society, please <laughs> give me, you. give me $5. <laughs> but um, you know, when I became financially stable again and all of that, I, I stopped doing Patreon because it's just like, that's just my personal thing. It's like, yeah. I'm not trying to make this a business. This is, this is my joy. And I know being an artist and everything for me, it's like, once I start monetizing my art, it becomes a chore and then it takes the joy out of it. So that's just me personally. And I know a lot of other people, they want to do that more power to them. That's awesome. Um, but I do know that there are some people with malicious intent everywhere in every community. And it does suck because it's like, it shows the younger people that are just now getting into this, that that's all that cosplay is, is just a means to be making money off of something you like when that's not the case. It's a lot of work. It's a lot. It is. Um, just make not only makeup but you know if you're making the cosplay even if you're buying the cosplay like shoot you have to work for that money to buy the cosplay <laughs> yeah that's fine so it's just like you know it is a lot of work and it's a lot of time and I do this because I'm a masochist and I like to waste what little free time I have on this I'm just that's kidding oh <laughs> but you know what I mean it's just yeah. like so Again, going from, you know, 2008 me to now 2021 me, I'm just like, yeah, it, it's definitely been capitalized on. It's something that now where Momo Bunny was just a catchy, like, page that I made on Facebook because it was two of my nicknames meshed together, Momo and Bunny, where... You know, I created a page so that all of my normal people on my Facebook would stop getting annoyed at all the like nerdy things I would post. Now it's like, oh, Momo Bunny's your like LLC, it's your brand. And it's just like, no, <laughs> this is this is just my like cosplay name. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, wholesome monk. That's your, you know, now it's like it's your brand, it's your name, yeah. <laughs> it's like your thing. But it didn't used to be that way. It was just like, this is my nickname that people in the community call me because like, you know, it's weird to, to show my real name because people don't, people don't do that. People just didn't do that online. Yeah. So they're I don't know. Still, okay. They're probably still shooting. To be honest. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the second thing you were saying 
And now I forgot what that one was. <laughs> what was the last thing you said? Uh, and I'm going to be up on the spot. Uh, I know, I, I know I mentioned the, uh, the monetization and then just kind of like, uh, just, uh, you know, like the only oh, fans oh, and it. stuff like that. What's up? Yeah. Photography. You were talking about photography. photography. Okay. Yeah, that, that's yes, it. yes, yes. So that's another thing where it's like, I personally only work with female photographers or, mm. um, photographers that if it's a, if it's a male photographer and this is not something to where I'm like, Oh yeah, this is like bias or whatever. Um, I, I make sure that they're recommended by multiple females or uh, non-binary people just because, because of that, uh, that fear of, or, you know, there's just been too many, instances where I've heard from other people to where it's just like I am very much better safe than sorry with that situation and so it's like if I don't know you and you're suddenly like you know hey I see you're at KatsuCon do you want to do a photo shoot up in my hotel room it's like I don't know you sir stranger danger (laughs) it's sponsorship time you know what it is we gotta pay some bills around here and today's sponsor is Anchor you ever heard about Anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast First of all, it's free, and who doesn't like free? Also, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast, you know, money, bread, moolah, and with no minimum listenership, which is a big deal. It's how I got started. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So drop what you're doing. And if you want to start your podcast, now you know how to do it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Now enjoy the rest of the Wholesome Monk podcast. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, but that happens. That happens can, so much. I can imagine. And I'm just like, oh, And I know like people, because like cosplay has been so monetized, people are just a lot of people have that mindset of just getting ahead and it's just like, okay, well, I see that you have X amount of followers. Like, so you must be safe. That's not, that's not it. It's not it at all. There's, there's been literally in any, any field, a person, if anything, that person that powers even more dangerous because they feel like they, can get, they just feel like they can get away with things. Um, who that's facts. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's weird because it's, I, like I get that bias, not bias, but I get the ideology behind it, like the idea and everything behind it, because that's why I like approach how I approach uh, women in particular is very different than men, obviously. Either way, because at the same time, I, I, I'm careful about myself too, because it's like just because I'm a guy and I'm bigger doesn't mean that someone else can't do something to me as well. So it's more mutually safe. I always try to go for. Um, but yeah, I would never ask someone to like someone I didn't know, especially to go in my to go in my hotel room for a shoot. That's wild. That's very wild. Um, but I'm sure it does definitely happens a lot more often than not, really. And that's why I try to really conduct myself in a manner all, all times where it's like, you know, hey, um, you know, first of all, public place, a park, something as, as a as a photographer, any good photographer can make any like scenery work. You know, obviously, depending on the character, depending on the cosplay or the model ones, you have to maybe find something or, you know, maybe even have to buy some props. You have to just do something. But usually a great photographer will know how to make it work and just get it done in a public place where it's safe 
for everybody. Um, but even at cons, I feel like, uh, you know, because it's, it's interesting. I've gotten so many mixed reviews, but I've gotten more, especially like this uh, before, you know, the whole COVID situation, the last cons, couple of cons that people went to, I heard like so much influx of just bad stuff of photographers uh, and predominantly men that they were at least, at least the one, the news I heard, I'm sure it can go both ways. Of course, in terms of the photographer, photographers, oh, of course. but, but, uh, but I just had to happen, uh, happen to hear the news from women that were talking about men photographers and, and not even necessarily just kind of like weird things like inviting them to private room or situations, more of just like the discrimination against them for their weight and different things, which is both very mm -hmm. terrible. Um, and, and it was just so sad because like the whole beauty of photography is to, to, at least for me, is to capture moments. And, um, I feel like sometimes it's like, also sometimes it's a great pick me up too, to be able to like have pictures of yourself at some joyous time. Like it's such a, it can be such a therapeutic experience. It can make people feel empowered, it can make people feel beautiful, handsome, whatever word you want to use. And so that's why I take photography. It's just like a sacred thing. And to see, and to hear so many people like abuse it was such like a very sad thing or to make like cosplay a competition instead of like a, a great experience. Like instead of sharing, almost said recipes, but instead of sharing like tips <laughs> and tricks, um, you know, you just kind of like put someone down for how, how they do it. And it happens with men too, like men cosplayers too, because people, a lot of people think that like men just are like just terrible human beings and like don't think they have, they can have mental illnesses or, or deal with, uh, by dysmorphia and other like things like that too which in case they do and you know we get told just to suck it up so it's even worse for them not I'm saying not comparing experiences but just in terms of, like just, it can get really bad for us and to see um, so many people ignore that especially them at cons is such a terrible idea which is why I like when I, again I've never been to a con but I've been to other situations where I see people like cast aside and so I always try to look for those people first and make sure they get photos that they would want and that I can edit and send to them or, or whatever kind of arrangement they want to do with it. Um, and also, at least for me, I don't go and charge people when I go to things like that, like events. Like, I'm kind of just like, hey, I'm here just like you. I'm a fan just like you. I'm not about to charge you for a photo because it's already expensive to get here, especially if it's like an out-of-town thing. I'm lucky enough to be right next to Katsu, for example. Like, Katsu's right over there for me, so I don't have to, like, what? spend that much <laughs> So I don't have to spend money like that. Like I, I just it's, it's like a thirty-five minute drive, and I'm already there, so I'm good. Uh, Man, but... that's cool. I gotta <laughs> be better friends with you, buddy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because all, all my friends are like, all my friends are like, I guess Kosu's like the from I've never been. My brother went last uh, in 2020, 2020, because I think it was right before everything shut down. Um, I think it was like in February, if I'm not mistaken, or usually. Yeah, I went to Kotsu, um 20 yeah in 2020 february and it was Insane. right when the pandemic started and we didn't really realize like what it was until yeah until it just happened and i'm like wow i didn't realize that this was going to be like my last con experience for the foreseeable future <laughs> it was it was so funny and tragic because like i had a you know obviously new year's happened before emma my friend was like the friend i was hosting new year's party was like hey, man, this COVID thing's going to be real serious. So y'all better enjoy everything because, right. you know, it's getting that tension in China. You know, it sounds like a conspiracy theory because, like, there's no way a virus is going to kill. Like, it sounds so The Walking Dead or something. It was just such a wild thing to say, and it sounded too conspiracy theory. And then two, literally two months later, uh, like, around my, like, around my birthday or whatever, that's when things, like, shut down. And I was like, damn, the man was right. He was prepared to. He had all the toilet paper and everything. He was ready. He was, like, ready. Oh, my God. But he, he, <laughs> it was crazy because, like, crazy. I just – 
I just ran out of toilet paper just like naturally right when that was happening and I'm just like I just need a roll just one roll please <laughs> until y'all restock <laughs> I'm not trying to hoard stuff I'm just I just need one little roll <laughs> they had people out here being toilet paper dealers it was crazy it was a crazy time that was right. the most hilarious time I've ever seen in my life um it was legitimately hard for months to get to it. It was legitimately, that enhanced sanitizer was impossible. It was crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. And, you know, and you can use toilet paper as currency. And I think that's, that's the, that's the peak humanity. That, that, at that point I was like, this is, this is peak fiction that we're living right. in right now. And right. I'm just like, this isn't real. What's going on? <laughs> and it's, yeah, but it's so, it's so funny to, you know, to experience that, that whole debacle. But yeah, I think, um, you know, so seeing so many people have experiences, different experiences, but also so many, um, you know, at least for my friends, like the, a lot of my female friends were saying about the, their experiences in these situations. And a lot of my male friends were saying the same because they also got discriminated against from uh, other photographers too, because, you know, they're too big or they're black or they're this or that, like so many different situations. And I was like, yo, it, it's just wild. Cause like, why would you not even, even if you can get all that negative, like that really weird stuff out of your head, like, why would you not want a portfolio of just everybody? Why would you limit your clientele to such a, like a small niche? And I don't know it's because. Exactly. It's because they want to make a profit off yeah. of the beauty standards that, mm. you know, this country holds so dear. And it's like, that ain't it. That's not reality. You know, it's like you're selling this thing that's just not an accurate representation of the cosplay community, of the fandom, Thanks. you know, it just sucks. And I feel bad for like the male cosplayer friends that I have because nobody has a six pack. <laughs> Literally like no one that I have ever met actually has, you know, like crazy, like, you know, chiseled abs and, you know, they're very difficult stuff. to maintain. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, we don't got time for that. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I feel for you guys, too, because I think it doesn't get talked about enough. Like, I can share so many stories about me as a female presenting person and then just, like, my friends and all of that. But it's just, like, you know, I think there's definitely some room for uh, the male community as well in this, you know, in the cosplay community that can talk about their their own issues with the beauty standards and confidence in cosplay. Um, because I've, I've had more male friends than female friends say, I can't cosplay this character. Like, I'm not tall enough. I'm not, you know, buff yeah, enough and stuff true. like that. And I'm just like, yeah, you just saying that. I'm just like, yeah, I hear that a lot from my guy friends. Because it's like, yeah, get into cosplay. Let's cosplay this thing, you know? Because it's not, it's fun to cosplay, you know, if I'm like Android 18, like, let me get some, let me get acrylic over here. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's just like, wear a bald cap. I don't care. You have hair. That's fine. <laughs> but it's supposed yeah. to be fun. That's just, that's the main thing. And I feel like it's, it's a broken record at this point. We're all just like, this is all about fun. It's just supposed to be fun. And everyone's like, okay, it's fun. But also, and I'm like, no, <laughs> that's it. Period. Fun. Have fun. Aggressively. <laughs> have fun. I, I think that's and that's the thing because I've had that's why I well I cosplay because I enjoy it, but also because there's so many people who um who message me all the time uh well at least when I have my DMs open 
uh, and for people to be like, like they're like, oh yeah, I, want, I really want to cosplay this character, but like I have a beard or I really want to cosplay this character, but I don't have a beard or whatever. And they're like, you know, but your cosplays really show me that I can be, you know, a certain type of way and, and able to cosplay, whether they're, whether they have personally had that were stopping them. And, you know, and also like about the whole, like, even for me that I've turned like a lot of my hobbies into, I just, I get paid for it just cause I feel like that's just, for me, that's just the best, that's a career. I was always an entertainer. So it was just kind of naturally a progression for me, but yeah. I always, be, but it, it does, it, it, it can a hundred percent, 100% turn into a chore. If you, if you, you know, monetize it, that, that just generally happens because you have to check through some things and because you are financially dependent when you're financially dependent on something you obviously have to make sure it gets done <laughs> so it's like you can't just right like, but i always tell people um the whole chore thing comes in you know um when you don't there's a lot of hobbies i have that I do not monetize for the sake of just like i don't need to come good with like the thirty thousand things i already do <laughs> but um i was like uh you have to have fun with it the, the moment you stop having fun with it and then it just becomes like okay i have to do this out of like financial obligation that's when it's like becomes for at least for me personally that's when it becomes a problem because like I've, I've heard a lot of people say like, oh you know how do you do this now it's like you have to have fun with it because it translates it translates you don't have fun with it like people wouldn't listen to my podcast if uh i'm not the most interesting person in the universe so people would not listen to my podcast if they didn't like you know want to hear from me or like whatever guests i have on if i do or things like that like it's all about having fun if i didn't have fun i wouldn't want to do this so it's, <laughs> it's like um, absolutely you know, and so that's why I 100% agree with you. Like, you have to either stop this thing from getting because a lot of people did make it feel like a chore where it's like, okay, I have to like compete against. Like, like I know some of my friends, guy, guys or girls, or otherwise, to say, like, oh, I have to compete against Jessica Nagiri or one of those other people. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. don't do that. There's no, there's literally, let, let her get her chicken, let, let her get her money. Yeah, you know exactly. And we all have something chill out, unique you know? to offer. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone has something yeah. unique to offer. And if we just keep like, doing this whole cookie cutter thing it's then it's one of my most favorite lines in like all of cinema but with the incredibles when they say if everybody is special then nobody is like that's that resonated with me i was just like whoa facts (laughs) because you know we all have something unique and it's about sharing and embracing our differences not trying to be this other person that you see like yeah you can look up to that person you can you know appreciate their different ideals and stuff like that and their different features but uh, ultimately you are you for a reason that's what i'm saying that's a hundred percent and i feel like the whole um I, I I use it, but I hate using it. But it got it got so overthrown. This community It's like the whole, like when people simp for fictional characters, right? And then which is no problem, I don't care about all that. But like when people simp for characters, and then you know, then uh, other people feel like, oh shit, I have to. And especially they cosplay those characters, they're like, oh, I don't feel like they just don't feel like they they deserve to like you know do that, or they, they or they put themselves in some weird box where like they have to for someone's attention, they have to do this. And I'm like, just do it for yourself. Because if you, first of all, you're, you're, ne- you're just not going to be able to compete with uh, a 2D character, especially a 2D character. They're, they're just meant to design, especially like certain characters that I'm sure you've cosplayed and I've cosplayed are, design- are designed to be very overly sexually attractive for mm-hmm. people to, you know, <laughs> enjoy that, you know, because physics and everything don't exist in anime. So, right, um, <laughs> you know, so you're not going to compete <laughs> against that because humans have physics. They do not. So it's just, it's just not going to happen for you. So I try to tell people, like, you know, enjoy, enjoy what you have and, um, and just have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? You know, 
the the when you have fun with it and you're fulfilling yourself because also now it's not only i don't want to make it sound like just the people who are something after you know whether it be real life people or, or fictional people that's all on them but you because you also have to be as a cosplayer or anybody as a human being i feel like have to be get to the point where you're comfortable with yourself so that kind of stuff doesn't bother you because the same oh, time absolutely they have some type of you know self self-love is very important self-esteem is very important because then that stuff will not bother you like it just really won't it can, it can get into we're all human it'll get into your head sometimes it just happens especially when you 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 uh, absorb so much content from other people and, and whenever you're feeling down from any other aspect of life it can affect all aspects which i feel like people don't really get like one thing here that's unrelated can still affect you in certain ways so i feel like when we're at our lowest when we're down that's when we're susceptible to all the other things that we're insecurities we've been battling and stuff and so i see that which is why i really like again your content especially your videos um which i'm really happy you're able to do the lust cosplay like, i've been waiting for like i think i got mine in my for my birthday so, like, i've been waiting since like march no like so, yeah so like march april for like a cosplay lust cosplay and like Yes, my one of my favorite my favorite cosplayers yes. did it, so it just worked <laughs> out for me that way. Oh my gosh, it was so sudden. It was literally just like, hey, I'm doing this new makeup palette. I've got the stuff to actually like do this <laughs> from you know from the midway up. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, I got this. All right, let's do it. <laughs> so, I remember I saw that. Yeah. I jumped on that so quick. I didn't even. I I forgot. I forgot what time. At least when I saw, I forgot what time it was. So I didn't. I think I discovered it like while I was editing a video or something for a client. So I think it was like late for me. Um, but so I waited till the next day. But like as soon as I woke up, I was like, "Hey, um, so what, like, what's good? You're doing the cosplay? That's amazing." Cause I was like, "Yo, I've been waiting to do it. Come very bad finding like sounds and um, and how to like do some videos. Cause like I don't know why. I'm just like, I just like you know, I just find difficulty find stuff that fits you know for." Uh, a guy or for like me in particular to do so sometimes it's like because i have a lot of friends that cosplay a lot of you know their girls or do like so the sounds just won't yeah you know, won't yeah that's such a good know. point yeah because <laughs> all the sounds right dude and i don't know if it's because it's like the for you page you know because it caters to you specifically but yeah like all of the sounds pretty much all the sounds i see are usually like uh feminine or it's not like it's not for dudes <laughs> so that's that's yeah that puts things into perspective for sure yeah because even like my uh because like my like my male friends that do cosplay they usually do like skits like like me but they use like sounds that are like kind of unrelated I'm, i was looking for more sounds like fit like the character themselves so it's just like oh, really yeah. fun and like a lot of my some other uh you know friends that are girls that cosplay like they also uh gender bend or like you know just use or use like plates or like different things like that too so I get, so I still get like, you know, so it's just like all over the place in terms of like the sounds. It's just, you know, it's hard to fit what I want to do for my skits or anything. I have to like look for specific things, but I've gotten better at it. And then like seeing so many of like, you know, and also I, I used to hate the idea of duetting random people because I guess, you know, for me, if your duet features, all I'm going to assume it's okay to duet because you can turn it off. Right. Now, sometimes I ask just because, you know, I'm a polite person, but like, you know, I just assume if it's on, because not every time that people are going to, you know, to to wait to reply to someone, especially when they get a bunch of notifications, it's just not going to happen. So I'm going to assume it's on, it's, it's on, but sometimes people forget, or sometimes people just do not want to turn on or something and, or mm -hmm. off. And then they just like yell at people anyway. And I just don't need any vibes like that. So I just like, kind of like wait, I just rather do my mutuals only. Um, but you know, I'm very, 
I always have like ideas for collabs. Like I always, I'm a big collab person. So I always have like 50,000 ideas. And if my friends are like, my friends are watching this. I feel, I'm sorry for y'all. Cause I always like, <laughs> I literally, yeah, I'm sure I've DM'd you. Like I DM a lot of people like, Hey, yeah, I have an idea. Like at, you know, like I just had an idea at some point in time, I was eating lunch or something. It's really cool to do that. And usually people you know, humor me because you know, I'm uh, persistent, but, uh, oh. you know, <laughs> you're good. You're good. No, I love collabing too. And I will say like, I don't know. This is just something I've noticed and I don't know if you agree or not, but like um, you came from Instagram first or did you start doing TikTok first and then doing Instagram? So I did, I did YouTube first. And oh, then, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> okay. So my main platform for the longest time was Instagram. And again, I don't know if it's different because, you know, it's like, you know, you're a guy and I'm, not a guy, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the beauty standards and the quality standards of Instagram is just so, I don't know. It's, it's so impactful, um, in a very negative way. <laughs> and so I think I definitely agree with you on like, ah, is this okay? Because like on Instagram, if you don't like triple check with somebody you're collabing with, it's like, okay, is it cool to oh, post yeah. this? You're right, you're right, is, yeah. you know, with lighting or however they want to like edit their, you know, whatever. And it's just like, okay, you have to get like permission multiple times. Yeah. It feels like for Instagram when you're collabing with somebody because it's like it's an image and it's so permanent. And I'm not saying videos aren't permanent, but I do feel like they're more real because there's only like so much you can do with like angles and stuff to like, you know, yeah. make your best self apparent. But yeah. um, I just think it's a lot more real and it's been a lot more healing for me um, being able to uh, put the fun back into it, I would say, because uh, especially since we live in a society where everything is just so instantaneous and it's like, okay, I spent a whole year on this cosplay, working on it, perfecting it, and then boom, it's out there. Post one picture gets like maybe like 300 likes. Cool. Posts another picture from that same photo shoot. Oh, we saw that yesterday. We don't care about it anymore. And it's like, it's the attention span is so fleeting. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that's like, true. that's fine. But also I want to showcase this thing I've been working on for a year. And it's just like, after the first image, nobody cares anymore. And so it's just, it just kind of sucks. It kind of makes me feel uncomfy. <laughs> so but with TikTok, I've noticed the community is a lot different in a sense like, oh, I want to see that character again. Or it's like, oh, do you have more content for this character? So it's like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Let me go put that cosplay on. <laughs> and yeah. I, think, I think the opportunity to collab and to uh, really, I'm sorry, this is going a thousand miles. No, you're good. You're <laughs> so good. many different directions. But I think the opportunity is a lot more positive on TikTok to collab with people, just in my experience. Um, so I really do like the duet feature because, um, I don't know, it just seems more personable. No, yeah. I, I, someone has started as you, I started YouTube like back in, right? Basically, where I graduated high school, entered college, like I was, uh, it's, Every YouTube channel is basically a, a television network at the end of the day, especially like when you get better, like For more sure. successful. So it's just very, very hard and difficult to um, 
to collab with people for various for reasons I understand because like you know you can really mess up both channels you not care this is very hard but mm-hmm. Instagram I, for me I never even thought of like you know collabing with like is it's very interesting to do that because um, yeah it's just I feel like it's a lot it would be a lot harder to do that even for Instagram more than anywhere else but definitely um, for like in terms of, like reusing cosplays like people anyone who follows me they know <laughs> yeah your boy is gonna reuse. I reuse images for five. Like yo, 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 yo. You gonna get? You gonna get? To me, I know people have a short time. I know they're gonna forget. I post this picture. They will probably see it and remember it, but like they're gonna like it or they're gonna. I'm like, hey, we gonna do that. Okay? Your boy don't got the bread to be using like 50 different cosplays. You know what I'm saying? I got like three. Right. You gonna do different? You gonna see Zoro from like 20 angles? You know what I'm saying? You gonna see <laughs> whoever I got from like Inuyasha yes. from like six different angles? Like that's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Especially on TikTok, people are like, oh, you shouldn't like you know, repost. It's like, who? I, you tell me I shouldn't repost my own content? No, we're going to repost the shit who out that. Who says that? What? A lot of people <laughs> I've say never like, gotten that. A lot of people. And then, and then to Dang. the point where, to the point where it's like, now, like random people are, you know, usually because followers like you, so they're going to be there and not going to care. But so it's usually random people be like, do Yuri like, you know, you know, repost this? Or like even some followers would be like, oh, Yuri like posted this. I was like, yeah. But you, but you're here again. So, what, 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 what so, are you doing? That's, that's weird now you know because i just like yo just because especially like, you know when you grow like when there's like you know when you get a thousand new files a thousand people who didn't watch it or like maybe like a video got like 500 views and i know for a fact it can get more than that so i repost it see what it does and usually gets 10k after that so it's just it's one of those things where it's like yeah i'm gonna repost shit out of people i'm not i'm not i usually be like oh i feel like told them to repost like nah they know what it is. They 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 going mm-hmm. to watch it. It's going like what they going to do about it. Like it's kind of weird because it's like, what do you? You can just not watch it or whatever. I don't know. You're probably not going to see it anyway because TikTok is like showing my viewers anything anyway. So it's like, bro, oh my god, <laughs> I feel you. Sometimes I see your uh, content and I'm just like, this has only gotten a hundred views. What? And it's, it's like terrible. a week old or something. And I'm just like, what it's the tragic. heck? It's tragic. I, it, the same thing happens to me though. Like I'm, I'm almost, I'm just shy of 40k followers on TikTok. Um, that's absolutely not bragging or anything. It happened completely on accident. <laughs> but um, you say that, but you're great, so it's not an accident. Uh, thank you. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you know my, oh my gosh, like my last video, I think. Uh, is sitting at like 300 views or something and I'm just like it's not even about you know it's not even about growing my page I just want people who followed me who want to see me actually see me <laughs> like what that's the only reason I, I really love Weird. YouTube that's why I really love YouTube and I can't ever like not do the platform and I'm trying to get back into YouTube again uh it's because like if your subscribers matter like they see it they see it and there's ways like on TikTok, like and a lot of people don't know this, but you can actually like post it so or do a notification so you can see when your favorite goes live or when they post stuff. Now, granted, I know like a lot of people like I'm not following that many people for a reason, but like a lot of people follow like a thousand people. So it'd be annoying to get like a thousand notifications. It'd just be, no, yeah. be way too much. Especially since some people I will by some people I mean me post like a lot of videos a day if I can. Um, so like, uh, and that's just because I really love making content. I just love talking about anime and shit and, and life in general. Um, so I post a lot. My views are a lot on average are a lot easier because not just cosplay, you just me talking. So it's like a lot easier. I can just do it anywhere, anytime, any place. So that's why I can spam if I want to. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just like weird that like people can't see stuff and it's like really annoying. Cause like it just, 
it doesn't depend on how many people are following. It just depends on how many random people that aren't following you think you matter. It's weird. It's really bad for mental health. Is what I'm trying to say. It's, it's even in some ways worse than Instagram in terms of like, like the mental health aspect. It's getting there. Yeah. It um, sucks, man. Cause yeah, you don't want to like live your life based off of a number, but then it's just like, but this doesn't make sense. <laughs> so then it's just like, well, do I suck? What? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. yeah, it sucks. It really messes with you sometimes. It's, it, yeah, it, it gets over the place, especially if you ever get like sponsorships and stuff. It's so, it's so like not, it's not consistent. So it's really hard um, mm-hmm. to get like partnerships and stuff like that for people who rather do that i think it's cool i think even people who do have hobbies i'm like a lot of, i have a lot of friends that um, have a lot of followers on whether it's ig or something and they just do it as like strictly a hobby but they still get partnerships i'm like yo aim for those partnerships if if anything aim for the partnerships because then they will fund you doing your hobby which again can you know i always tell people it's really about mental mindset as long as you just stick with like the like for me i always tell myself i'm more than just my content so i'm willing to walk away any point, any time. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to, but I'm very more than willing to do that if I see something better for myself personally, like health-wise and stuff like that. But yeah, I always just like, you know, make sure, you know, you always want to, like, anything you do, especially when it's like a hobby and you don't mind getting a little dollar here or there from it, um, or at least for it to pay for itself. Because it's nice for a hobby to be able to pay for itself, at least. I always tell people, like, just make sure you're always authentic. And then, um, just walk away. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds, it's definitely easier said than done, but it's like, you can always just walk. I'm not saying walk away from the hobby itself, but like you can put it down for a little bit, but then yeah. entirely like walk away from the aspect that was making it not fun. And then just go back to it being fun and then never go back to the other thing. If you don't like it, but I always, you know, just tell people like, you know, sometimes, I mean, especially like a lot of people have gifts. Uh, I tell people that uh, retain, uh, getting attention, like in terms of like, uh, it's a skill, it's a skill set that's going to be very valuable it's already valuable but like for foreseeable future is very valuable like anyone who can has a significant amount of following is you can get some you can gain and gather attention from people in a healthy way that you see fit just from based off of maybe there's jokes or whatever kind of your photography your skill set whatever you're doing so it's it's a skill set that i think people should appreciate that they have themselves because not everyone can do it because uh, then everyone would. <laughs> right right absolutely and yeah again i have nothing against like people people doing like brand deals or anything like that like I did uh one and I got oh, okay. I got a free, yeah I got a free uh Goku figure I got a plushie I was like oh this is really cool and all they wanted me to do was like you know be in cosplay and like you know be like hey here's this stuff so it was cool it was a really nice experience and then I never heard from them again which is fine <laughs> because I got a free I got a free figure and, and a free plushie and I did my thing. So yeah, it's like, you know, those things are good. Um, it's just, I just don't want people to think that they have to like do that hustle in order to oh, be, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, sure. relevant or in order to feel like their uh, cosplay matters. You know, it's just like, you matter whether or not you're you're doing this stuff you know yeah because people like, who want money like they have like a different mindset altogether like it's it's a yes. it's like a different type of upset which is fine for them but it's like again when you're just doing something at a hobby pace where you just like and that not, not is i don't want to make this sound offensive but like you're like you're just gonna be more lack latch um not lazy but you're just gonna be more slow with it you're gonna do it on your own pace where these people are yes yeah thousand miles per hour which is again fine both sides but it's just like 
trying to compete with someone who's going a million miles per hour is just mathematics. Not, it's not going to work in your favor. You're going to go mad. Right. Yeah. Your, and I've stuff. been there before and yeah. it was not a fun time mentally for me. Um, because I had a friend, we're no longer, uh, communicating anymore. Um, but she was very much like, go, go, go all the time. And she's like pumping out content like crazy. And I could definitely tell it was like quantity over quality. Mm. And it very much was like, what's going to make me the most money? Not like what, what's going to be something that I enjoy, and I, I'm just like, I just can't do that. That's just not me. I have to have a good time. I'm already to, yeah. not having a good time. <laughs> like, I, I just, I disassociate when I don't have it. Like, so I can't even like, even if I wanted to, like, it just, yes. I find it really boring. I find like, not even just, I just find it really boring to the point where it's like, it's almost like someone's like, has to like put a shovel to my neck and be like, do it. Like for me, you know. To, right, right. And I'm just like, I don't want it to be that way. Like, and you know, sometimes I do stray from the path and I'm just like, okay, pump out content, you know, whatever. But it's just like, at the end of the day, if I'm not enjoying it, I need to take a step back. So that's why I haven't been like, honestly posting as much cosplay content as so much so as like, hey, let's talk about this manga. Let's talk about this anime, you know? <laughs> because it's just like, at the end of the day, I'm a person and a cosplayer, but I'm very much like a person. <laughs> so, no, um, yeah. And I think like with that, there's definitely a fine line between uh, people who kind of just view you as this like content machine. <laughs> you know, and they kind of lose sight of the fact that you're a human being too, with a full-time job. For me, for a very long time, for years, I had two full-time jobs, one part-time job, and then Patreon as well, just to make ends meet, you know, and it's like, I don't got time to be, to be doing this stuff that you think that I should be doing, <laughs> you yeah, know? You, you better, you better than me. You, you better, <laughs> that's a lot, that's a lot. Uh, it is a lot yeah and now i'm just like nope one's enough and if i feel like it i feel like it if i don't i don't i'm just gonna lay in bed and you know rewatch Inuyasha for the 50th time and that's why we 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 are friends and we we uh we dm that's that's exactly why um yes. but thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you so much for this time it was a, it was amazing and we got to know more about you by the way we we definitely have dm but this is our first time like actually communicating like this so because it's, it's funny like when i do stuff like this people think i have talked to these people for a very long time i was like for, for some for some case especially early on like i've never even spoken a word i was like hey you want to come on the podcast yeah and then this is then this will be the first communication ever so i'm like literally just like getting another person on the spot but uh but no it's, it's been amazing and we're working the people find you on the on the interweb as they call it yeah, yeah. So you can find me on TikTok. Uh, that's kind of where I've been going at the most. Uh, Momo Bunny Cosplay is my handle for every social media, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, um, and Twitch, although I haven't been doing any Twitch yet, but we're getting there. It's just anxiety. <laughs> but yeah, mainly TikTok. All right. And you can find us on... Um... Wow, I almost I just spaced out. You know, <laughs> no, because I always I always try to rehearse this line, and I always be, 
I say us, but then I was like, because, you know, it's like me and the people kind of help me from time to time. But then people get confused, like, oh, wait, so Momo Bunnies isn't, so it's actually wholesome. What, what is it? So I try to be like me. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at wholesome underscore monk. And of course, you can find the podcast is available anywhere you can stream a podcast on, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. And remember, if you watch this or listen to this episode, you're now 10% more wholesome than you were before you listened. Peace out, everybody.